Oh no, I just recorded the most vulnerable open podcast that I was like, yes, I've just articulated myself so well. And then I somehow deleted it and cannot get it back. So take two. Hello, everyone. Oh no, I'm... I'm I'm laughing slightly because I said hello everyone and I know that to not be true. Um, I can see my podcast stats on my introductory episode and this definitely isn't everyone. It's a handful of people and that doesn't stop it from being a meaningful, important experience. Uh, because although we are a small subset here, um, I've heard some very nice things. Uh, especially I've heard that people have said I seem honest and authentic and it is the truth. I definitely feel like I'm putting myself out there in a very real capacity, which obviously leaves you open to being a bit more vulnerable and criticism obviously touching the sides a little bit more than it would if things were different. So it is quite nice and a relief to hear some validating things and some kind things. So thank you very much for that. Um. I, yeah, I wanted to, like, jump on, honestly, and record another one of these straight away because I think it's really fun. Uh, And I also wanted to talk a little bit about what my plans are for this podcast. Um, Because podcasts that are very centred around one person, like, can be good enough. Um, But even the most interesting people, I think it can get a little bit tedious. Um, So, yeah, I definitely don't have plans to keep, you know, vomiting my stream of consciousness. Um, And... I did actually get to speak to my brother. I don't know if any of you guys will have seen me reference my brother on any of my other social media, but I love my brother so much. My brother really is, like, my best friend, and we spend a lot of time together. Um, And, yeah, I just... He's very, 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 very funny. And him and I just have, like, such a tight relationship that I think that that would be really fun. So I did proposition him with this. And asked if he'd like come once or maybe be like more of a regular feature on this podcast. And he, yeah, seemed up for it. He is a straight dude with a serious fiance. She isn't serious. Their relationship is serious. Um, so, yeah, I think it would be important for me to have him on for a few reasons. But mostly I think that it's important to not get wrapped up in any one single culture. And I understand that for most people looking at gay Twitter in this funny little world that you and I met each other on, that um, most people go on for probably just half an hour a day, or maybe not even, maybe not even once a day. Um, So it is what it is. But for me, I'm very much like swimming in the middle of that storm. And I guess what I'm trying to say is that it's very easy to get wrapped up in gay culture, especially somebody I feel like in my position. Um, And it's important to me that I don't, only because I really want to be able to relate to my loved ones as much as possible and be very much part of their lives um and I have met loads and loads of people who protect themselves or have a lot of fun in a bubble that they relate to in one way or another and I don't think that's a very like realistic way to live your life um so yeah I think what I'm saying is it'll be quite fun to have my brother to come on here with like a slightly different perspective and also bring out a different perspective of me but yeah I digress I'm just saying that I think that would be a well-rounded funny experience so yeah I hope that you get to hear from him soon The other thing I wanted to touch on was I would love to get more creators on here in general. Creators who I find, to be honest, people delivering honest content, um, who I personally respect in one way or another. Um, In and outside of porn, honestly, 
But I am aware for now that people who I'll probably be able to persuade to come on and speak to me will be porn-related people or OnlyFans-related people, which is exciting and fun. Um, but I definitely do want to get people outside of that world. Um, for one right, really main reason, I know this to be true, uh, of course. I'm... <laughs> It seems very obvious to me that the people who are watching porn are not weird perverts. Uh, they're normal people. And, of course, the people making porn are not walking sex symbols. That doesn't exist. People are being sold a fancy. Um, they, of course, are people too. And it's funny to me how people are very much, like, kept in their swim lanes even now. Like, the idea that me as a person, the truth is, I have a animalistic sexuality that runs through my veins... But I'm also, of course, a smart, caring, ambitious, funny, uh, inquisitive, kind person, I like to think. So the idea that all of us live in our head with so many different dimensions, um, and when it comes to being generous to ourselves and people we truly know, we of course do not see them in a one-dimensional way. We don't judge them, and we understand that they can be more than one thing. But then when it comes to people you don't know as well, you give them a lot less grace. Uh, we all do that, but it's so strange to me how you can't just be all things in one. Uh, it's very, very possible. And it's also just the reality of life. So a big thing for me is I hope to exemplify that. And like, I hope I can be that example. I hope the more that I give away of myself in an honest way and in lots of different dimensions and I diversify my portfolio here, the more that um, I'll be able to show people that, you know, you can't, you don't, you don't have to be one thing and one thing only. Um, and the way I kind of like look at this in a more like broad perspective is, I guess kind of what I touched on before, is like if I'm talking to you as a friend, we all hopefully have a best friend or a friend in general um, who we really know, who we like pick up the phone to and speak to. And that person knows your family struggles, you're falling in love and you're falling out of love, your money struggles, your ambitions, your happy times and your sad times, your frustrated times, your complacent times. And you just sort of talk about the intricacies of your day to day and like, you know, where you're at. And because, like, somebody, you know your best friend, if they, <laughs> if they come to you and they're like, hey, guess what? I got fucked by the biggest cock last night. It was so dope. You wouldn't be like, oh, you whore. <laughs> you absolute slut. You dirty good for nothing. And that's all you are to me now. You, of course pick up what they're putting down because you know them because you know them is to not judge them and so in so many ways I kind of feel like hey haven't I already done the most haven't I given you guys in such an explicit way my sexuality so really what is there left after that like sharing my personality or my thoughts and feelings really should be a walk in the park after that and the more I share in a well-rounded capacity the more honest this experience is going to be and the more honest my relationship is going to be with you. And overall, I think the more fruitful this experience will be for me in just so many ways. Yeah. Another thing I guess I will say in all honesty is I kind of think I'm in my like sex tape selling era. Like 
you know, everyone knows sex sells. It's like the oldest trick in the book. And um, it, it kind of, to touch on what I said in the other podcast, it blows my mind a little bit that so many creators will have been such a privileged position. Like the idea that they've got so many people even writing to them or offering them attention and love and support is such an amazing position to be in. So it's strange to me that with that um, privilege, you just sort of like just keep pushing porn and selling porn because you do have like, honestly, such a cool opportunity. So the very much way I like, like, <laughs> I couldn't keep like four people in my life, get four people in my life to give me attention before I started OnlyFans. So my point is, I feel like I'm in my sex tape selling era. And I'm very much hoping um, that people can come for one thing, but leave with another. They can also stay for one thing, because I love doing OnlyFans. But I do want to be giving myself a bit more... Uh, uh, what's the word? I want to be giving myself a little bit more justice. Um, and putting myself out there in a more well-rounded way. Because I think it leaves room for a more honest experience. So yeah. Sometimes I really feel like I am just... Uh, sort of like having giving myself my own therapy session just vomiting uh my thoughts and feelings hope you don't mind um i will also make note that the audio quality of this is abysmal that's because i honestly didn't know if i was going to enjoy doing this and i also wasn't sure if anyone was going to listen <laughs> so um luckily that's not the case i'm having fun and a few people listening so i will i think i can probably get myself a microphone because right now I'm just hitting record on my MacBook. Um, yeah, talking about giving yourself your own therapy session and crowning yourself as king, I uh, have decided that uh, I wrote on my Instagram. Um, please follow me. Also, about no zero people follow me on Instagram. I wrote on my Instagram if anyone had any questions or comments that I might answer them in this podcast. Obviously, I had thousands and thousands of people write in, so I just had to pick two or three. I'm obviously joking. Um, but yeah, no. Uh, so somebody here said, how do you stay motivated to work out and keep up with your body? Well, my friend, that's a really good question. I don't operate in a higher space than you or anyone else on the internet. I'm also motivated by all of the wrong things. Um, (laughs) I, of course, like most people struggle with my body. Um, and even in some of the times I've worked my heart out the hardest and looked my best, at that time, I'll feel so disappointed, and then it's usually uh, at least six months later to two years later, I'll look back at the pictures and be like, why didn't I realise uh, that that was good enough? Um, a big thing for me, obviously, I have been training in sports competitively um, for a lot of lot, lot, a lot of time when I was younger, um, but going to the gym is something that's so different. I don't love working out but I do love the feeling I get from looking and feeling my best which I do understand comes from a toxic place but hey that's just where we are um I think the number one rule is to get yourself to the gym even if you go to the gym honestly and do a 10 minute workout or you just turn right back around that's like a really good habit to get into is like just make sure that under all circumstances come rain or sunshine you go there hungover fully rested whatever the weather you get yourself to the gym that's step one make sure you just can get in the habit of doing that i will say i stepped up seriously my commitment to the gym and the need to look good after moving to america 
For those who don't know, I moved to New York. I lived there for about 10 years and only very recently moved back to London. So 10 years ago when I moved to New York, I remember that the summer came around and I was like, holy shit. <laughs> I, in England, we don't have pool parties. In England, we barely have a summer. So it is very easy to hide under a sweater your whole life, which does also equate to um, people's bodies having a little less capital in European cultures, in my opinion. And in America, it really is a bit of a social currency how you look, unfortunately. Well, I'm going to say in New York, let's speak of less generalisation. So I felt really like a fire under my ass, to be honest, because as a naturally somewhat insecure person, I couldn't just be confident in my own skin in that way. I had to, I felt like I needed to keep up with the Joneses so yeah to be honest that was like a huge thing for me um but I have been very athletic always training and um yeah just get yourself to the gym and if you are able to to just you know feel a bit more relaxed about it then feel a bit more relaxed about it and you also should know that everyone online is really is really editing their content I actually don't I'm actually just naturally gorgeous but I think you should just remember that you're being sold a bit of a lie as well so keep some good perspective um somebody said what did you miss about the uk while you were away well i miss so many things and the list could go on if any of my american friends were listening to this they would laugh because i was back i was that uh expat who would constantly be like in england and you sort of like compare everything all the time um a terrible personality trait i have is trying to get to the core of a person or an issue when sometimes it's so unnecessary but uh for me the biggest thing I missed about England specifically was like I would come back from America and visit England probably two to three times a year. And every time I came back, I would always recognise that my friends and family of all diversities would be so relaxed. Just like super chill and operating in a way lighter space, able to have so much more just like lighter fun times. And the truth is, in my experience, to be American is not an easy thing. It's actually very tough. And it's tough in the way that you almost don't realise. You are drip by drip being waterboarded. And it's not until you're able to step out of it that you are able to realise that you're living in a harsh environment. Everybody knows that it's not getting easier in America, especially for minorities. And it's just the truth. So I would come back and I would just feel so envious of my friends and family that were able to live in a slight more happy place in general and a lot less I don't know yeah I just miss that there's a freeness about people here that feels like such a natural important part of the human condition that Americans are stripped of in so many ways and so many people in America don't even notice um and so it's it's sad um yeah <laughs> I could talk about this for a very long time um, and it's no one's fault. It's tough. Lots of people are just in survival mode, unfortunately. And there are so many of my friends in America and my family in America, actually. For those who don't know, I'm half American, half English. Um, I, who I, I really wish in so many ways I could have taken with me for, to give them a different experience. But yeah, that's that. And I guess I'll finish on this question where someone said, Advice for a straight guy looking to explore. And I'm definitely going to assume you mean explore sexually. And my advice is make sure you're not lying to anyone else but yourself. <laughs> I definitely don't think you should be exploring if that means you're stepping outside of a relationship that you've built uh, as a closed relationship with trust. 
um, especially if that person doesn't know how you feel. To my point earlier, living in compartmentalized boxes, even within your own head, and especially with other people, is an unhealthy way to be. You should be able to um, accept and express yourself around whoever, and especially to yourself, um, without feeling a type of way. And if there are people who make you feel a type of way, then that's on them and not on you. So yeah, hopefully your exploring is just with yourself. And if it's just with yourself, go for it. I feel like do whatever. It's very easy to get laid. It's very easy to find sex, especially if you're looking for another guy. So that won't be a problem. Don't think about it too much. Lots of people can put a lot of emotional emotional value in sex. I personally don't. I think that you should think of it as a fun recreational activity. And what is that Pamela Anderson quote that somebody said, she said about sex? I think she said that sex is like pizza. Even bad pizza is good. So if you think about that, you have nothing to lose. That's personally what I would say. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, that's where I will love you and leave you um, on this one. But please keep talking to me. I am in this relationship for more than engagement and algorithms for sure. So yeah, I love you guys. Um, and I realise I really should say, please follow my OnlyFans. Uh, please follow me specifically on Instagram and TikTok because I don't have <laughs> followers there. Um, and if you can't do that, that is completely fine. This is more than enough. Thank you for listening. And please rate and review this podcast. It makes a big difference, apparently, from my podcast research. Um, rate it five stars, write a little something. And if you don't want to rate five stars, because that has not been a good experience, <laughs> please don't rate it less than five stars. How about you take a breath, take it out of this podcast, open up your Amazon, go into recently purchased, and write some negative reviews for some products you were dissatisfied by. Let's do that instead. Anyway, I'm being silly. But I love you guys. Speak soon. Bye.